0: Okay, we're recording now. All right. We do need to remember at some point to pause for 10 seconds. Okay. Let's do that now. One, okay. two, three. Okay. That's Good 10 long, seconds. That's right a long 10 seconds. 10 Good seconds. Good take seconds. Is, yeah. a, is a long time. Yeah, it is. It really is. Yeah. It's a, enough time to, to catch and shoot three times probably in a basketball game. Four times. Sure. Like you can run it up the court. You can do all that. Mm-hmm. 10 seconds is a long time. All right. Now let's pause for an entire minute. <laughs> I'll I just told probably the greatest joke I've ever told my entire life, and we weren't recording. <laughs> and <laughs> it's not even that dirty. It's not even dirty uh, at all. No, it's just fucking fucked up. It's just fucked up. Oh God, tremendous! <laughs> so if you see me, ask me what the joke was, because <laughs> I'm not going to repeat it, because. You don't deserve it. Maybe get in the DMs and ask me what the joke was. It won't go over as well in the DMs. Yeah, people in other countries, let's start here. and We're apparently listened to in nine countries. Consistently, I think. Why don't you start contacting us? We've been doing this for almost 10 fucking years. Mm -hmm. Start contacting us and telling us what you like about the show, what you don't like. If you hate listen, if you like listen, I don't give a fuck. Just tell us what's going on with you. Do you think they listen just in case someone says the N-word? Well, they're not disappointed. No, I'm just <laughs> We haven't said in a long no, time. No, I'm just kidding. We don't do that. But I'm just saying that um, I think, you know, I was thinking about this. This is an interesting question. Why so many people in dis- disparate places, listen, you know what I think it is? Have you ever – These there, could also be Army bases. These could be people that I know that are on military bases. Fair enough. But th- maybe they're not. Maybe there's somebody in Singapore right now. Maybe probably, there's a ladyboy in English Thailand speaking. taking it in the shitter. <laughs> taking it in the shitter from some expat. <laughs> if that's you, stay strong. Bite the pillow. Bite the pillow for radio. Boy in fucking Singapore. <laughs> Bite the pillow for radio. Oh God, coming in hot. You got the fucking title already. <laughs> um. <laughs> We're sober. Yeah. <laughs> I'm completely sober. Yeah. I I did have three beers last week. Really? Yeah. At the Christmas party for a work. How'd you feel? I got a little buzzed. what did you think? It was okay. Did you like it? Yeah, it's fine. Mm. I could have kept going. Then things would have got bad. Right. So that's why we don't keep going. Um, No, I mean, back to the theory why people listen to other countries. I watch these shows that are very soothing because they're, not a lot happens, Mm -hmm. but but it's Good. What happened? Like, um, like, all quiet on the Western Front. <laughs> uh. <laughs> have you watched I, that yet? I have. Fuck. Yeah. Okay. I, think I mean, you're, talk talk, you're talking about a student of the world of World War One here, and I knew the shit was going to be going down. But anyway, um, I think it's like that. There's a show on on the old BBC called um, "Last of the Summer Wine." It's just three guys walking around this English town, getting into mischief. It's the most soothing, amazing, sleep-inducing thing, mm-hmm. you know, but in a good way. Like, you, if you just want to relax and, and, you know, it's, it's, it's like that. I think that it might be that. We're in a quiet little corner of the quietest state in the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, we just talk about our lives and stuff. I, I Don't get me wrong. I think the show is good, but I do think it, it's not – there aren't any major stakes in this thing. Well, we solved racism a few times. We have. We've, um, uh, uh, I hate that. Uh, Yeah, what is is happening? I just need to get a new mixer. Yeah, this mixer's old. It's not even that it's old, it's just that it gets dusty and Mm. the faders, you know. I could probably figure out a way to clean it. Yeah, but it was 70 bucks. It's been around for almost the entire run of the show, it's been a good boy. I like this thing. Hey, that thing's solid steel. It really is, man. It's it fucking it heavy. But it's I mean, but it was a really good idea. <laughs> but it's just constructive out of anything else, it would have been much lighter. So. <laughs> yeah. <well. laughs> but it's awesome. I love it. Um well, what I, I ran down the lists like this is the first time we've had a Spotify wrapped for podcasts. So it told yeah. us we were in like a hundred people's top fifty that amazes me. 60 people's top 25. Isn't that kind of good? 60, 40 people's top 10, and we were eight people's number one. That's more people than I thought listened if you just tell me that we're in 50 people's top 25 or whatever. Right. Because I don't pay attention to that kind of stuff because I love being unsuccessful. That's the best. <laughs> <It's>, yeah. <laughs> There's no stakes. <laughs> we might have enough listeners, I don't know, to where we could get sponsorships. I have no clue. And I'm not going to find out. <laughs> I just like this sh- I just I just love the show Like I know that we do it Once a month now I think that's a good thing I, I think, think that every shifting- other week Would be better So you want to go back To every other week I wouldn't care to do it Every week I wouldn't either I mean But we were doing it So the f- entire first family Of fun could be together Yeah You know But they could just Decide to do one a month And me and you Could do one one a week Yeah But it seems like Sometimes when we did One a week There wasn't enough Stuff that happened Yeah we That's Once every two weeks would That's be when we go to Reddit And right. we found stuff <laughs> Like the you saw the video that I sent you of the girl being interviewed by uh, Meatball Maroney whatever his fucking name is, and she's got <laughs> yeah. Fuck you Chris. Fuck, yeah. you, Chris. Fuck you. Fuck you, Chris. God, and he had to sit there and take it, and he laughed. And how do you not laugh? Because it's legitimately funny. Sure, but uh, I mean, do you laugh? Do you not laugh? Do you? I mean, you can't call them down because they're not doing anything. That's completely involuntary. Um. <laughs> <laughs> It was very funny. It is. You know what? We're going to play it right now. <laughs> We're going to play it right now. Hold on. Let me, go. Um, let me find something here. It should be like the one of the last things I sent you. It is. Yeah. Right. And then I sent you uh, the Doom, Dune trailer. Like either, I think before that. but Yeah, we talked about the Dune trailer before. No, not this new one. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I mean, that's the new one I sent you. All right. Much for coming on. And what do you hope you can do by taking the route that you take? It is funny, but I do feel bad for her. What you're dealing with? (gasps) Well, you got to spin it in a good way.
1: I'm sorry. Do you mind repeating the question? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck off. Why
0: do you? (laughs) What do you want people to learn?
1: Um, I want people to learn that um, Tourette's (laughs) is is a neurological involuntary motor and vocal disorder. (laughs) Fuck off, fuck yeah. off, fuck off. Um, I don't tick 24-7, and there's a lot of oof, little baby wings. Fuck off. Fuck you, Chris. There's a little lot baby, of I love things the, that people don't British understand. Accent. Like oof, People think that cussing is, in, is with everyone who has Tourette's Syndrome, but it's only in 10% of people with Tourette's. Poor girl.
0: And how has it been she's as so you've lucky. She's more light. famous? Do you believe that people are understanding better, or, I, I are know, they so matter, or I do you mean. think you're acting? I don't think there's anything I lucky about that I at all. I
1: it's the same. <laughs> I think there's a lot more people that don't understand what Terefs is, and um, they like to educate themselves more. So I get thousands of DMs from parents, from teachers. You know, there's from, a lot less
0: funny in it on the second viewing. It gets funnier toward the end where she does a
1: you know what
0: else? Let's fast forward some. All right, give us something here, Libby. Play, motherfucker. I don't think it's going to play. Uh, whatever. It, you get it? Yeah. Um, it's funny when people have neuro, neurological disorders that make them say "fuck off," Chris. And fuck uh, off, fuck off, fuck off. She was. She sounded like she was Australian. Because they, they'll baby they, weeners. They'll say <laughs> "fuck off." in a regular conversation you know you, you know have you ever seen the videos of the scottish children yeah saying they they cuss I all they the shit ta- myself you know they cuss all the time yeah it's, there's a fucking goat out there there's a what there, there's a goat out there there's a feckin' goat out there because <laughs> they say feck there's a fecking goat out there <laughs> the i think they're the cutest like this, there's one of this little girl. who said, "Did we get you anything for this?" You got me sausages for the caravan. Got me two. <laughs> she's, yeah. like, she's just a tiny little girl. It's. I think they're aware that their children are very cute because they speak of that accent. Oh, it's a, it's the most adorable accent. I think. Even the, in, the Irish and Scottish accents adults. are very are similar. Yeah, you know? their Northern English accent though is a lot like the Scottish accent, like, um. I, it's well, hey, because the populations are related. Like they have called, they share culture. Um, that's one thing I've been studying about. Uh, you know, the the people in Britain, besides the Angles and Saxons, are Celtic themselves. So they share a lot of culture with those other. Well, they did with them, <laughs> to those other groups, um, and you know they so they share similar things. But the the Brits have become very. I feel like their Celtic nature got watered down a lot. Like they they just. I don't know, man. Maybe I'm thinking about that the wrong way. I mean, there's still... Some of the toughest people, like soldiers and stuff, are Brits. Brits are fucking... Apparently, the British soldiers are like fucking rock solid. Yeah. I mean, they're like... But there's a lot of Scots in the British group, too. But I'm not saying that all the Scots are the toughest people. I know that's not so. They wear skirts, for the love of God. The... uh, I think the Nazis called them the ladies from hell. I mean, because they were wearing fucking... Uh, Kelts into battle. We were just talking about this. Up the Ra, <clears throat> Irish Republican Army IRA is equals it do the the, raw. A- the explicit meaning is that up, th- up the Ra is a statement in support of violent action by the IRA to end partition in Ireland. God damn. That's but some up serious Up the shit. fucking Ra. That's some serious shit because I've seen documentaries about this and really have recently I went through a whole thing. like I'm, I'm, I saw what happened to England and what's happening to Ireland, stuff like that, and it made me afraid for a second. It's like their culture is going to get swamped and destroyed because it's not going to be okay for them to be who they are anymore. You know what I mean? That's – like in America, it's a little different because it it's is a big different. fucking – Well, it's, it's meant to be that way. I don't know if you've heard this. It's a melting pot. <laughs> I think I've heard that. Have you? I thought um, I would have just coined it. But no, but the thing about the Scots and the Irish is that they're indigenous to those places. The British are indigenous to their home as well. Um, And so, but they don't, uh, they're not afforded the same cultural protections as others because they're, you know, white skinned people. Yeah. And I don't think that's right. I don't, I just think that they, what I'm trying to say is, is that Celtic culture has survived for thousands of years. It's old and it's got a lot of beauty for the world. I love cultures. Like I was thinking about this with uh, African-American culture. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's it's constructed under the most awesome, awful circumstances, and it's created this this thing that's taken over the world. Rock and roll was theirs. Hip hop is theirs. All these things are African culture, and I re- African American culture, and I think that it grabbed everybody's attention so much is because it was new. It's a it's a recombination of th- things they had remembered from their homeland, which isn't much, but also with the things that they were. You know, dropped into here the bad things, but also they have. I mean, the thing that made me um, really see it was uh, Miles Morales on this on, on the Spider-Man game, where he's going through and seeing all this black culture, and I was like, that is really beautiful culture. It made me think. Well, diversity in the minds of the hardcore leftists is is not diversity. It is rank and file. They want you everybody to be the same. You know what I mean? Diverse, true diversity is everybody wanting to hang on to something that is that's theirs you know the irish hang on to their language in different areas there's a whole area of ireland where you only speak irish there are bars in ireland where you only speak irish do not go in there and speak english because they're like no that's not our language this is our language and it was trying and they and the english the brits try to beat it out of them and they and they just couldn't do it the scots still speak gaelic too and, 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 well, but even when they speak English, you can't understand what the fuck they're talking no. about. So, <laughs> <Head. Move. laughs> but I just, I like the fact that, um, oh, the kid's got a melon on him. <laughs> it's like Sputnik got its round but quite system. pointy and point, pointy in parts. Um, and I was watching how, you know, the thing with the, they do have migrants causing problems. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying they're all causing problems. But there's a lot of migrants there that are causing problems in other countries as well. See, they're trying to paint all the Europeans who are trying to reject this stuff anymore as hard right and all that stuff. They're not. They're just regular people who want who want to have their, their home. Which is you know, going to push people to the right. Absolutely. If you would just try to understand what they're saying and to say, I understand what you're saying, you know, as opposed to just trying to beat it out of them, that makes people fight that much harder. So uh, now they're starting to elect far right politicians, Some of them aren't. They're just saying they are. You know what I mean? Like, um, I don't know about the guy from Denmark yet. I've not. I mean, apparently he's, they say he's far right. I have not seen him say anything far right necessarily yet. Uh, I can't remember his name, Van de Gert or something like that. Um, Flergen Stiergen. I mean, but he said things like, if you as a muslim want to stay in our country that's fine but if you aren't going to if you're not going to if you're going to put the the quran above our con- the constitution of our country you can get out and go to some place where they're going to respect that i don't think that's unreasonable i don't think that's unreasonable at all i mean islam they try to force people to accept their religion it's the most You know, of the three joyless desert religions, it's the most of that thing. You know what I mean? Because the Christians do that only in a kind way, usually. They didn't used to do it in a kind way. But they kind of do now. They want to convert everybody on that stuff to save their souls, quote-unquote. Whatever. You know, they usually don't cram it down your throat. I mean, there are Christians out there who will, but not usually. Muslims are the opposite. They'll cram it down your throat. They'll threaten you with violence, and then they'll lie when you when you put them on the spot. Um, Douglas Murray was talking to this guy on Piers Morgan show. I don't like Piers Morgan either. But, you Love know, him. He's do you really? I don't know, fuck he's him. He's kind of a cunt. <laughs> but but Douglas Murray was on there. And but Douglas Murray is I do enjoy him. He's smart as shit. He reminds me of Christopher Hitchens. Yeah. Them and Chris, I think they were friends. Um, although. Everybody was terrified of Christopher Hitchens, and rightfully so, because he was such a badass. But anyway, um, he got into a a discussion, and the Muslim guy would not say that it was—he had to nail him down before he would say it was wrong for that piece of shit to stab Salman Rushdie on the fucking stage. He would not say it, and Douglas Murray said, what a little weasel you are. What a slimy little weasel you are, that you're doing this. And the guy was just like, that's what they'll do. Because it's all—they're like the Scientologists. As long as it's pushing the agenda— and pushing the religion they'll do whatever it takes that's terrifying and you know the irish are going to see their culture swamped if they don't stand up to this you know what i mean and they're starting to the scottish have actually stood up there's actually been riots in scotland because they don't want those people there i'm not talking about those people as in all of them I'm talking about the people who are trying to push their culture down somebody else's throat like no that's not your home this is our home they think you can just Grab women on the street and yes. try to pull them into your. I guess they're putting them up in hotels and stuff. Like they're doing. New yes, York, they're doing it in New York City too. Yes, they took this giant historical, wonderful hotel that's like maybe the Biltmore. a thousand bucks a night or whatever. I have no idea. Probably the Beltmore. Yeah, maybe. And and it's all migrants from all over the place now. And from the stories I've heard, like they're they're given work permits and none of them want to work. I'm sure. I say none of them. Most of them. This is these are just. Fourteenth-hand stories sure. that are being reported on—I have no mm-hmm. idea. They're all complaining about the living conditions while they're in a way nicer place than I've ever been. Um, Ireland is in this. Here's the thing about Ireland: they have priced their own citizens out of renting anything. So, and there's no work. I mean, there's work, but it's not going to pay you anything, and all that. And and they're also they're just being forced. They're like you're going to accept these people and all that stuff, and a lot of them are like, you're going to ram this down our throats. We don't vote for this. Like we're kind and open people and all that stuff, and they are. They're famous for their kindness. I mean, like I said, they're Appalachian very much in in the way they. I mean, we that's a common cultural. It's the thread. same mountain range that runs through there, right? And it's common cult- cultural thread that we haven't lost. As you know, we are Celts too. I mean, that, that's a, a thing I'll get into here in a second, but. um, West Virginians are known for their hospitality and kindness, right? Mm-hmm. And that they are over there too. But we're also known that you're not going to come in our place and push us around because we will fuck you up if you do that. You know what I mean? They're like that too. So, um, and their and their own politicians, Varadkar and all these other ones, are saying in the fucking Irish Parliament that their their country is too white and all this stuff. It's like it's the fucking It is the ancestral home of the Celts who just happened to be a white-skinned people or a pale-skinned people or whatever. You know, that doesn't make it wrong. And that doesn't mean you can't accept people into it as well. But saying that it's to this is fucking ridiculous. You know, I think. It's pretty retarded. I mean, I just. Everything's retarded. It is. But I'm just saying that then you have people who are not of that culture, you know, fucking, you know, dictating to the irish people who they should be they're like who the fuck are you you're not from here you're not one of us how you how the fuck are you dictating to us you know yes britain that happens in britain but britain signed up for that you know what i mean the irish didn't you know and neither did the scots so and again you push those people to a certain point you're gonna have some shit on your hands so and it's starting to begin mm-hmm. and it's starting here too it is i i still think I do make exception for the United States because I think it is different here. It certainly is. I mean, we are a country in in a sense, the, the, the Irish are the native Americans of over there because they're getting a a culture pushed on them that they don't want there. And they're not allowed to say anything though, you know, because they're, they're of, of a people that happen to look like other people who have done that to other people. You know what I mean? It's like they'll speak with their, uh, weapons i'm sure well that's what i was talking about like i'm sitting there thinking you people don't seem to understand these people these are people that have fought a civil war for the past 100 years over fucking religion <laughs> and they look exactly the same exactly it's hard to tell who you're shooting at uh, I, I, i'm just saying that they're it's like if canada invaded here and they're just really like tough people you know what i mean and the scots are even more than that the scots live in one of the most godforsaken places on Earth. Just ask the critical drinker. He talks about fucking Scotland about, it. He, and he, he shows these pictures of Scotland. He's like, wow, that looks like a real shithole. But anyway, um, no, I I just think that, you know, look, it, it's made me examine things from through a different lens because I was just like, I'm for indigenous peoples. I am. I believe that they their culture should be preserved. I believe their languages should be preserved and all that stuff. But indigenous means indigenous to a place. It doesn't mean just a skin color that's acceptable in that. You know what I mean? Like, the the Maori are doing I support the Maori. I support Native Americans. And I support the Irish and the Scots and the Brits. You know, that's that's their place. What about uh, the... the, um, uh, You're going to come up with some bullshit. The Sudanese. From Sudan? Sure. Of course. Okay. Africa is one of those places that's going to start happening to them, too. Like, they love their cultures and and those places africa's massive and it's getting it's going to go through a a thing where they start to become the center of the world that is inevitable because they're they're starting to take some agency and start to control these things going coming out of their country as they should so then you're going to have migrants come in there and are they going to try to push them around no because the, the 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 world will be behind them you know what i mean mostly they're already starting to attack them though you know but they do say things that i don't agree with um they're like violently opposed to homosexuals they'll talk about killing them and shit like that i'm like fuck you you know they're not hurting you why is that hurting you it's not so um but there's not an outcry when those parliaments or those groups or that or, or the groups of people in those countries say something there just isn't you know it's it's ex- it's what is referred to. It's okay when they do it. You know what I mean? It's like. Those rules are for thee. Yeah, exactly. Not for me. Exactly. It's like the uh, the critical drinker pointed out something about Wakanda forever. He said, um, this is a country that unilaterally decides what they're going to do in another country. They're terrorists is what they are. I'm like, yeah, they really are. <laughs> so it's like, I mean, um, but I'm just saying that. Uh, I think that the melting pot idea is a bad idea in a lot of ways. I don't think that we should limit who wants to be with who. That's dumb. But it goes in the it goes in either direction. If you want to preserve, say you're you know you're on a reservation and your tribe has you know enough to form a breeding population and, and maintain your language and your culture and all that stuff, and you don't want people to infringe on that, there's nothing wrong with that. That's not saying that. You know, you're forcing people within that to do that, but uh, but as somebody who chooses to do that, that's n- there's nothing wrong with that. The India does it all the time. They're not necessarily racists. They're just like we like who we are. Our culture is ancient. We would like to maintain who we are. Nothing wrong with it. I agree with it. So, but it's such a you have to dance around. It's a very delicate fucking situation when you start saying those things, because the white supremacists are so fucking stupid, and they can't say something without saying they're supreme. You know what I mean? Like we want to, we want to defend who we are. Great, but we're supreme. No, you aren't. You're just another group of people. If you want to defend who you are, that's fine. But the second you start wanting to ins- assert your will over others and say you're better, then you have a fucking problem. You know. I mean, that's, that that conversation is going to have to be had sooner or later, because, like I said, I'm a fan of culture, learning this, learning Irish, and and reading about the ancient Celts and discovering my culture and here in Appalachia as well. Because I consider us as a connected but separate culture with them. You know what I mean? Uh, it bothers me that that's starting to turn to. The Irish in Ireland used to look down on people who considered themselves Irish in America. It's absurd because you're only separated by an eye blank of time. It's not really that much time. The Celts in Europe maintained cultural and ethnic ties for hundreds and thousands of years and considered themselves one group. And they would go to disparate places and still consider themselves Celtic. They hung on to it tight. And 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 a Celt in another part of the world was seen as family. Distant family, sure, but welcomed as family. So when they, one, have a problem with an outside group forcing them, they all had a problem with an outside group forcing them. You know, all the Celtic tribes who lined up to fight Rome were not. Friendly with each other necessarily, but when they saw an outside, an aggressor force, they're like, fuck that. They're Celtic too. We're not letting them push them around. We got to unite. So I think that there's going to be a surge. I can't be the only one who says, well, I want to preserve this culture. I want to learn this language. I want to know where I come from. This culture is ancient. I would like to preserve some of this, you know? And I think there might be a movement towards that. Also, I you know got on message boards or not message boards but comment sections like YouTube and stuff like that and people talking. Some people were saying some wild shit that I don't agree with, but there was on one, the internet. But there was a hashtag going on, uh, reverse the diaspora, like asking the Irish Americans to come back home. You know all that stuff. I was like, that's a lot of fucking people. That's you know, tens of millions probably. Well, the for a while the Scots Irish. If you're going to if the Ulster Scots, if you're going to include them. That's a lot of Americans. Um, I don't think that's going to fly or anything like that. But I have said before, if everything fell apart for me here, just fell apart, and I had no ties, I would cash my four hundred one k in, pick up, move over there, go to a to one of the uh, sections where they only speak Irish, and live there, and be happy and be completely happy. Get a nice cable knit sweater. Absolutely. Watch. Fucking- I've already got the hats. Yeah, you've already got the hats. <laughs> I've got the. Face. You got the big face. <laughs> You got that big Irish face? Ah! I really do, man. I mean, I didn't... I haven't seen you drunk in a long time, but I bet it gets real red. (laughs) No, Mm -hmm. sometimes. Um, I know mine does. Yeah. But I'm just... um, I'm saying that there's going to have to be a time. Where, and this watch so Boondock Saints on repeat. That's garbage. And even... Uh, you know what's better than Irish Americans huh? need to understand that's garbage, too. You know what's better than Boondock Saints? What? The documentary called Overnight. I've seen that. About... Talking about how much of a fucking lunatic that guy is. Yeah. He wow. is a fucking wacko. He made that documentary. That's what's crazy. He is really smart and genius in a lot yeah. of ways. He wrote the music, did all that stuff. And the movie, honest to God. For what it is. Other than the dialog mm-hmm. The shots are good. The guy knows shots. He knows. He does. He he knows. He doesn't know dialogue worth a fuck. Yeah, it's a lot like Zack Snyder. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder. uh, If he if he was slow motion shots kill me. Yes. If a hamburger floating through the air, fuck you. If He would let go of that a little bit and let somebody else and do a movie that somebody else wrote. I bet it'd be pretty fucking good. Zack Snyder has a. I like that he sticks to his vision. Yeah. I, I. I've. Heard multiple interviews with him. I like the guy. He's a cool guy. I like the idea that that's, it's going to come out next week, uh, Rebel Moon. It looks really you good. You know what that is? It was his pitch for a Star Wars movie, and they rejected it. And 10 years later, he's like, fuck it. I'm making it myself. Nice. And he did. And nice. And it's got fucking lightsabers and everything in it. And it's probably going to suck shit. I don't <laughs> care. I'm going to watch the shit out of it. <laughs> don't you think it's going to suck? It's probably going to suck. Um, I think there will be moments it'll be zack stoner has that moments awesome. that are genius yeah like you're like wow that changes the, the game. opening to fucking uh, the watchman the fucking opening to, to dawn of the dead where everything's yeah. falling apart and uh, when the man comes around is playing by johnny cash that is fucking genius that is brilliant because it's an upbeat song but it's about the end of the fucking world and the man comes around, around. I mean i have loved that fucking movie. And that's a fast zombies movie too. And I'm really kind of against you're that. Not a group. Be, you're not a, I'm not a fast zombie. Not, not, not a fast zombie guy. I'm Everybody a slow, knows. I'm this a about. Slow He's guy. a slow zombie guy. Everybody knows that about it. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> No, um, I think that we're we've reached a creative low point. But I think I see us emerging from it now. There's lots of good things coming out. There's uh, Disney is done. Like uh, all of our entertainment mm-hmm. Looks like something that would be in, that the people would be watching in a post apocalypse A dystopia. A dystopia. Yeah. All of our, inter, like, even it's moved into our movies, mm-hmm. everything looks bad. Yeah. Like, the look of it is usually bad, with rare exceptions, right. obviously. I watched a movie the other night, uh, Leave the World Behind. It was getting shat on, and I just watched it with an open mind. And I heard it had a really racist line in it. Maybe. I have no idea. Is that the one with Julia Roberts? Yeah. Well, there was a line that said, uh, well, you have to watch other people in in the world, especially white people. And it's just like, everybody's like, what? Maybe. Fuck you. But she was also being kind of racist in it. it was Julia Roberts I think that you know I think that might be a weird situation I think it might be the point is that you've got a racist on this side and a racist on this side and they can't get along there was a situation that they were put into I don't want to spoil it in case anybody wants to watch it because it is a good movie well shot Sam Esmail he did uh, Mr. Robot which was a cool show Mm -hmm. Um, there's a weird situation that uh, Julia Roberts and Ethan Hawke are put into also what a pleasure it is to watch two masters of their craft on the screen together are you being sarcastic? No. It's, they're fucking wonderful. awesome. Like, I was trying to sound like a douchebag when I said that. Mar- but they were awesome. Yeah. Uh, is that Marsala Ali? Uh, Ma- Ma- Maharaj. Is that what his name yes. is? Something He'd like be that. a great Blade. I think he's great. He is Blade. Yeah. I'm, yeah, but apparently, it Disney got, was trying loved, to fuck Blade. They're, they're trying to bring it back. But he personally said, if you do this, I'm not going to be in this movie. He said, now he thinks it's on the correct track. I think they're doing that with Deadpool too. Ryan Reynolds has gone fucking to bat against Bob Iger. And they're trying to take stuff out. And he said, go ahead. I'm sorry. but um, I think there's a corner that's turning. Mm-hmm. Dirty comedy is coming back. Yeah, Like um, the biggest stand-up comedian right now is Shane Gillis. And he was just fired from Saturday Night Live four right. years ago for saying something racist. Which wasn't racist. <laughs> was he just was, meant he was doing like a character thing. Right. Which – on a podcast that nobody listens to, when you take a little snippet, because it was whenever nobody was listening to him that he did this, you take a little snippet of something where he's going ching-chong-bing-bong, maybe you know, he wasn't well, really doing that. You isolated things we've said on this I show. I know, it Here's was a, <laughs> It wasn't. It was wonderful. Because when I heard it later, I was like, man, that sounds really bad. It does sound really bad <laughs> yeah. when you do that. It does. Yeah. But it, it gives it no context. Yeah, so, context you know. is key. Right. Um, there's lots of good stuff coming out. Um There's, oh, right now, Godzilla minus one. I've heard. I've heard it is. It's got a 97% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, Napoleon. I've heard. I've heard mixed reviews. I've heard mixed reviews, but, Mm -hmm. like, people are mad because it's not, like, historically accurate, but I don't know that I care. I just want to be entertained. Um, (laughs) Because I can read about what happened in the history. I want to be fucking... Mesmerized by them shooting a fucking bunch of cannons at the fucking pyramids. The historically accurate thing bothers me sometimes. It's um, (laughs) The Rock is going to play Mark Kerr, who is the Smashing Machine. He was an MMA fighter in the early days. Okay. And The Rock is going to play him very soon in like a biopic type thing. He was like the dude in the late 90s, -hmm. early 2000s, just all yacked up on steroids. Yeah. And um, ended up with a big – there's a documentary – what a great nickname for a fighter, the Smash Machine. That is pretty good. Um, and he ended up on pills and stuff. It's a whole thing. Hmm. But The Rock is actually going to do an actual movie where he's not basically just playing another version of himself. Nice. So that's nice. He's uh, seeing yeah. He's seeing the like, – he's like, I've been playing the same character for 15 right. years. You can't keep making Black Adam. Yeah. That was actually a departure for him. It was a piece of shit. It was trash. It was the garbage. disrespect of Superman is what fucking yeah, pissed me off. Don't the most. fucking Did do you finally that. Finally watch it. I, I, yes, I mean I watched. Uh, I mean, yes, he's powerful, but he was. I don't care what anybody says. He was setting himself up to beat Superman, become the new Superman. Like you're not fucking pulling that off. You don't get to do that. Nobody gets to do that. <sighs> you know what? <laughs> Fuck the Rock. <laughs> <laughs> I like The Rock. I still, do too. But, he seems like a great guy. Yeah, but that was just—I I hated that he tried to do that because um, it was so transparent for one thing. Um, um, Henry Cavill, though, I don't think he would have agreed to, to take he, a dive. I think Henry Cavill could whoop his ass. What in real life? Oh yeah, Henry Cavill's not so muscled up. He's probably got a little bit of fi- of uh, flexibility I don't left. Know, man, Rock is give him two jujitsu classes. I have been. That that's a segue into something else, but I didn't want to interrupt your. Let's thought. talk about Dune. Let me. Okay, go ahead. Dune looks good. It fucking does. That trailer is awesome. Um, they I, said they're already started on the script for Dune uh, Messiah. Oh God, that's going to be a rough one. Dune Messiah is where. Um, now, the second movie is going to take. It's just the, the rest first of the first book. Yes. Right? Okay. Yeah. It's it's basically where the Atreides, the remaining Atreides, including um the thing I'm looking most forward to, is not necessarily Paul Atreides doing what he does, which I've always liked. It's something that's not that I don't think even really happened in the book to my to my recollection. Is a one on one fight between Gurney Halleck and the Beast Raban, who is Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin rules. And uh, Brolin rules, and uh, we're yeah, firm on that on in, in this podcast. Absolutely, we are a pro Brolin, pro Brolin, pro pe- Brolin. We're the Brolin Bros. <laughs> we. Are.
1: That would have been a good title does.
0: too. That would have been an awesome title of Brolin Bros. <laughs> um, the story goes: Brolin, Brolin,
2: Brolin,
0: <laughs> what Brolin, Brolin. Yeah, well, you can't destroy it with a fucking limp biscuit saw. Brawling down the river. <laughs> I'm brawling down Rodea with a. <laughs> with a <shot>. <laughs> 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 then it's be fucking with other people's shit, but he can't be fucking with mine. Um, <laughs> Thanos be. Beef- yeah, there we go. There you go. Um, no, the story goes that Beast Ban or Beast Bond was personally responsible for. Um, I think this way it goes for Gurney Halleck has a sister and they were slaves on Getty prime and they were in the slave. Getty prime sounds like a streaming service. It really does. But apparently she was raped to death. Oh Jesus. And and then, and then Gurney Halleck was a slave warrior who was, who had fought his way out and and escaped and swore. The reason that's why his reactions about the Harkonnens are so intense because he has sworn revenge. Harkonnens are so gross. They're the worst, dude. I mean, you can say what you want about the Sartakar, and I will. They're clean. I mean, at least they're clean. You know what I mean? They're they're warrior ag- assholes and all that stuff. Sartakar. That is. That's the fucking the the Vikings. The fucking okay. the space Vikings. If, if and you the will. Harkonnens are like the bald guy and the pool thing. Yeah, <laughs> they're fucking. Yeah, there's a lot of real body horror and shit there. Um, and I know we're going to see a one on one fight between Gurney Halleck and Beast Ravan. Their beast rebond. From what I understand, the book, there's no battles or anything really in it. They, they actually do. They tell you and don't show you, um, which isn't great usually. No, they. There are parts like the end where the sandworms come in there and, and they're beating the shield wall and all this stuff. It's actually quite. It's actually a good scene. Again, I think Frank Herbert is way overrated. I think that. Um. um Dan Simmons is a far superior science fiction writer, and I think that Hyperion is far superior to Dune. But I do think that um, in the hands of of Denis Villeneuve, it's something that's just beautiful. Oh, it's wonderful! The first one is arguably the greatest science fiction movie ever made. It's like it, if, it's like if Star Wars was good. Yeah. Maybe. not just good for whenever right, you're kidding right, right. You and you remember it. And like the story itself is good. Well, always reserving, uh, the empire strikes back. Yeah. Well, but, I mean, you know. I'll give a, I'll give a, a good for the first three. There are scene, good scenes in, uh, return of the Jedi. I wouldn't exactly call it a good movie. Um, and all the good scenes just happen to have Ewoks. <laughs> I was going to say the opposite. Oh. The only good scenes are Luke and Vader fighting. Um, but anyway, um, Replace Luke with an Ewok and you got me. See I'm surprised thing. in the in the versions he made in the late nineties, they didn't just make everything Ewoks. Uh, well do you remember those? I I was not a Star Wars guy. What, the Ewok movies? No, no, no. Do you remember whenever he in, digitally enhanced all the, all of his movies and yes. re released them in the late nineties? Yeah. I was 90s. all for it. I was all for it too, and then I went and saw them and it's oh yeah. It's no longer Puppet Yoda. It's no longer Puppet Fucking. Well no, Puppet Java. Yoda. No, Puppet Yoda's still there. Puppet, puppet Jabba w- had a scene in Episode 1 or f- 4 where they redid it with a digital thing, and it looked bad. Yeah, everything looked bad. And, but the puppet was still in Return of the Jedi. Okay. Um, he didn't take out the puppets that were like, but he did turn a very awesome and seedy fucking Jawa's Palace into singing and dancing and bullshit. Like, what the fuck are we what? doing here? Yeah, they had the size noodles, which was, fu- yeah, it was fucking dumb. And didn't, um, they, didn't they make it clear that Greedo shot first? Yes. We don't like that. No. We like a little bit of mystery. Exactly. We like fucking Han Solo being a bit of a rogue. A little that, bit of a rogue. <laughs> a little bit, little bit of a, a, a scamp. Yeah, a little bit of a hooligan. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, But, uh, no, Dune is – that movie was so great, and it's only the warm-up to this second movie coming. One thing I am see, happy to see they're going to make Dune Messiah is we're going to see Duncan Idaho again, because they bring him back as a gola. You know, he's got metal eyes and shit in it, though it's fucking crazy looking. I know it's going to look, look awful, because the many Tleilax get him and clone him and put metal eyes inside of him. That's going to be awful. Like – if there's anything if there's anything about dune, I don't like the the dune universe is how disgusting and vile and and fucking without you know any morals or scruples virtually every culture is. you know what I mean? Hyperion is the opposite. The ousters have gone out and become something more or less than human in some some ways, but their um, morals and ethics stayed and even got stepped up like they you know people's morals who stayed on who stayed in within the hegemony crumbled their their internet addicts is essentially what they are they forecast everywhere and they do whatever the fuck they want and they're asshole tourists and they destroy these planets that's really kind of the point is that the ousters moved out and, and kept evolving and became something more that they adapted to new circumstances and stepped up their evolution and became something awesome the humans who stayed in the hegemony sucked they all sucked you know, and they just the, – the ones who lived within the hegemony and were had the power anyway. The indigenes were people who had moved there and adapted to their planets, you know, and were just regular folks. They, But they're a victim of the, of the situation as well. So I think I read somewhere that <clears throat> there's another Tad Williams adaptation coming from, like, <clears throat> another one of the series. Did he have another series? He's had several. He, because he's the will of time guy, right? No, no, that's Robert Jordan. Okay, Robert Jordan. No, so there series. is a Ted Williams. There is, there is. It's not. It's not uh Memory Star and Thorn. I don't think so. Fuck, they're missing out, dude. They're really missing out. Hmm. Somebody's going to do one. Oh, somebody's going to pick up Memory of Star and Thorn eventually. I, I was, I thought it was a great idea though. One thing that would bring back the uh, other land. That's the... Uh, They're making Otherland? Yeah. That's good. I like Otherland. It would make a great TV show. Tetralogy. Yeah. Yeah. City of Golden Shadow, River of Blue Fire, Mountain of Black Glass, and Sea of Silver Light. That's the four books. I, I don't know who's doing it, but it's in the works. Once they adapt one, though, you know that 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 opens up. the door. You yeah. don't want to start with the one that you want. Right. The big one. The Big Daddy. I mean, that... and. Uh, Otherland would make a fantastic series because they go to all these different awesome places. You know, there's a lot of Egypt in it. There's a lot of um, the the fall of Troy. They they go into that. Huh. Um, it's diverse, like off the bat, and that's good. I you don't know, like that. <laughs> well, it's diverse in the, in the, in a good way because nothing's forced or changed. That's how the story is. Everybody's white like with different accents. <laughs> <laughs> there's hardly any white people in it. No, there's like a couple. Um the main character, Rennie, Sulawayo, and her brother, are black. Of course, they're from Africa. This is in an in a future where Africa has become the new world. Like it's, you know, they start to economically, you know, become really powerful, you know, all the countries and they start to and then uh, Good for them. Another character is a Bushman who who has just recently as people have come come into the cities and start and um he's awesome. his name's that Zabu, you know, you click when you say his name. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I love him. I love those books, man. I mean, I I remember being – I've got a first edition, you know, of of one of them. Um, Kenny Rogers in the first edition. Huh? Kenny Rogers in the first edition. Kenny Rogers. I just Um, stopped in to see what condition my condition was in. Is that Kenny Rogers? Sure is. Fuck yes. God. Um, No, Dune, I'm very excited for. Um, There's something else coming out. Well, something else is out. Uh fucking Invincible is the best show on TV. Very good. I, I don't give a fuck what anybody says. It is that I best enjoyed show. the balls off of it. God. Did you see when they fought those other Veltramites? Mm-hmm. God damn. Omni Man is one of the toughest ones. He fucking cleaned up. I mean, he just he stuck his elbow in that one lady's mouth, and just broke her face all to pieces. Um I, I'm so impressed with that. The way they've adapted something and taken something great and made it even greater. You know all the decisions they've made to make the show have, which differ from the source material, are good, good decisions. Um, they flesh out the characters more. I, I, I just, I think it's, I think it's really great. Did you see this trailer? You probably haven't. Is it an invincible trailer. No.
1: United States Army ramps 10 10. The White House it's an A24 Western movie, well if that means anything the to you. Alliance. Yeah,
0: it does. Remember, yeah, they may Darren the will be dealt with swiftly.
2: Let me know if you want to try anything on
0: I'm guys aware there's
1: like a pretty huge civil war going on all across America. We just
0: try to
2: stay out with what we see on the news. Seems like it's for the best.
0: citizens of america the so-called western forces of texas and california have suffered a very great defeat at the hands of the united states military
1: mr president do you regret the use of airstrikes against american citizens we are moving to d.c today
2: we need to go down there
1: they shoot journalists on sight in the capital. Every instinct in me
2: says this is death. What if... Every time I survived the war zone, I thought I was sending a warning home. Don't do this.
0: Been we I don't
2: are. think so. Is that cursing guns? What? Well you're American. Okay. Okay. What kind of American are you? Is that, that fat
0: Damon? Damon? Yep. You don't know? Kirsten John's husband.
2: <laughs> the Western forces will reach the White House on July 4th. Oh, my God. Get in the car! Get in the car! Move!
0: Move! Move! We're going to hang back.
1: I'm not hanging back. One nation
0: under God. Indivisible with liberty and justice for all. Go, 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 go! God bless America. God damn. Yeah. That looks pretty fucking great. Yeah. But also horrifying. Also, I've heard people criticizing just the trailer. Like, oh, it's just another attack on right-wing people, blah, blah, blah. But I've no, I've watched enough of that guy's movies to know that there's going to be a twist. Sure. It's not going to be what you think it is. Right. It might be worse than what you think it is. I don't know. I mean, but the – I don't think it's painting right-wingers in a good light when he says, I'm American. Okay. What kind of American are you? Yeah. That's not – that's not painting a right – that guy's a right winger. That's not painting them in a good light, you know. That's a, a, a naked threat in front of a child. And when the child starts crying, he starts laughing. There's one thing I will say about, about the hard right. They are sometimes sociopathic. They are without emotion. They are without – you know, they're, they're single-minded on their thing. Um, having read history, those people are usually successful, um because they don't concern themselves with emotion or weakness or any of those things doesn't mean i like it especially when i see it in people around me and i don't like that you know what i mean i like compassion um the left the extremes of of either side are absolutely absurd the right wings right-wingers have no emotions they don't give a fuck they'll kill anybody if you don't agree with what they believe in then they will kill you i mean we've That's not just particular to here. It happened in Germany. It happens in other places. That's just what happens. You know, people get involved with something and believe in something so much that they're willing to murder and do awful things over it because then they think, well, the ends justify the means because then we'll get this great place and I'll be – it's just war. Um, That's history. That's the way history works. It doesn't make you a good person. It makes you a piece of shit who ushered in something, you know what I mean? And then the, the, the lefties are so, I don't even know. They're, they're un- the, One thing you can't call them is unified. They, no. they fucking hate each other. They hate everybody. They hate themselves. I mean, they're split over the Israel Palestine. Oh Thank God. I don't, everybody yeah. is. Yeah. Well, I've tried to explain this. People have asked me, what do you think the Israel Palestine thing is? Like, what do you mean? What do I think about it? Well, who's in the right? I said, neither, you know, I mean what, and both, you know, it's terrorism is never good but israel has been pushing people around for how long now you know and killing innocent people and all these things they do that you know with our money yeah and then and our blessing and then and then hamas and soon our soldiers oh god they're gonna send our soldiers over there get a feeling god, and i get a feeling we're gonna send them to ukraine as well I don't know anything. I don't either. But it's just that feeling. You yeah. Know? I'm really hoping it do not go down like that. But um, that looks great. Uh, you know how I know we're going to end up in war? How? Every every now and then a military recruitment ad pops up if I'm watching a video on Twitter or something like that. And they are all men now. Strong men. Right. No more. They're, they're changing the. No more transgender like there's, for a while there, there were military recruitment ads. Right. Inclusivity is the most important thing about yeah, that. No. Yeah, no, it's not. It you, want, you want people that can fight. Right. That aren't afraid to fight. Exactly. That are afraid, but do it anyway. Exactly. Because you can't be brave without fear. That's courage. It's what Ned Stark said. What a fucking guy. We need, we need more Ned Starks. Father, can a man be brave even when he's afraid? That's the only time a man can be brave. What a man! Fuck yes, I mean I base my parenting style on a balance of Ned Stark and Andy Griffith, and I'm not fucking around. Harsh when I have to be. That's bullshit. I'm never harsh with any of the people that I love, but try to be honest and be like, you know, you know, this is what this is. You know, behead somebody if you need to. <laughs> well, I'm, you know, um, I, I just, uh, I don't know. Um, Shall we do favorite things? We're already doing it. All right. That's what it turns into when it's just us. Yeah. I guess I'll I'll play the song. Mm I've actually got quite a few. Good. Forgotten about some things. Do you want to start it up? Then you want to go first? No, this you time? Can go ahead. Okay. The biggest one. Well, there's two this time. Two two major ones. Um, learning the Irish language, which I love. Duolingo is the best app ever. Here's the way it works. I'll just punch it up for you. Oh, I know. I've spent multiple nights in hotel rooms with JMO. Oh, he's what's he learning? Spanish. Awesome. Good for him. I'm I'm going to learn French as well and Spanish eventually. Um, But, you know, it's set up like a game, and it keeps you coming back to play. And I like it because you start with a thing. And then they move you through that thing. And then, then the next thing, they call those things back. and like, we're going to make sure you remember these. And then you get little stars and, you know, then all kinds of, you know, it's just, it's a, it's genius because I've learned so much. Like, um, I can speak some, uh, say I want, uh, tea and coffee, you know, tea August cafe, or I want, um, see, I knew this was going to happen. I was going to want to speak some, and I'm blanking a little bit. Spanish, uh, you want some spinach dip? Nah, I don't know spinach dip. I don't even know what I want yet. But I know words for, like, certain things. Water is ishka. Orange is arashta. Lemon is limod. um Would it be yokira? <laughs> no, that's Spanish. Um, you know, I learned a uh, weather. Um uh, tashe 4. And you, it's cold outside. Um, I mean, it's just Tashe It is, you know. And then you, once you learn those, you know, you're just you're on your way. It's not committed to my memory completely yet, but once it, you know, you know, a thing you kind of forget, and then you look at it, and you're like, oh, now I remember all of them. Like uh, thinking of, uh, you know, I speak uh, Leroym uh, Guelgo. I speak Irish. Well, Le, Le Roye Roy Guelge E Berla or August, August Berla. I speak Irish and English, you know, and then you got Frankish, which is French and Spanish and all this stuff, and it's it's really cool. I love it a lot. Um, it's going to be hard to keep that one, you know, going in my brain because I'm not going to use it hardly ever. I mean. There might be an opportunity for me. I highly doubt it, but I can maybe speak to other people like on social media in Irish. That would be cool. Um, there are, I think there's like Irish pages on Facebook where people's, you know, all their stuff is in Irish. That would be awesome. Um, the other thing is boxing. Um, really, you know, have been working really hard at that. I go three times a week, three, three hours a week is a lot, especially when it's that, that fucking intense. My body strength has suffered um, as it was going to. You know what I mean? Well, you need the speed. Not only that, but it's just it never gets a chance to truly rest and build strength. So and it's strength in a different way. Like, you know, punching power is a great thing to know you have. You know, I could hit before. Now I can hit in different positions. I've got actually a couple combos that are my go-to. I use a, tr- a trigger step one, two, which is just trigger step, put all your weight on your front leg. And then you lift it up and you're just going and you're going into your jab. It's a power jab. And then you come a- with your cross. I love that. I'm good with the, the hook uppercut. Did the footwork come easier to you because of uh, football a bit? There are drills that are like drills of football. Um, John has us do lots of foot drills and I'll do like uh shadow boxing. And I, like we were doing it last night and I was amazed at how, you know, smooth and fluid everything looked, you know, in my shadow. It it wasn't that way to begin with, and I've been doing it almost a year. So I'm nowhere near being good at it. But I'm good at throwing a few punches like anybody I hit pretty much within reason, you know, I can knock out. So I'm quite sure. Um, you just know when you have it. Um, and uh, getting the uh, getting the footwork, but sparring. John is, of course, great at sparring because he's quick and he knows what he's doing. Long, and, yeah. So it's you know I can pressure him some now, not much, but you know, and I've also got good head. I can get out of the way of his punches, you know, and head movement and all that shit, and you know, even I like that my hands are so quick that I can bat punches away, like boom, and you know, Perry. Well, Perry's like this. Mine's more of like a karate. Knocking it out of the way. You oh, know? like a Mr. Miyagi. Like Kinda. I paint the fucking fence. Sand the floor. <laughs> um, I just, I really love it. Um, I have an idea of what I want to be when I'm done with it. I would just like to be a 50-year-old guy who's, you know, pretty strong in the gym but could beat your ass. And that's another thing I was talking about. You see all these guys on, like, Big Boy and all these guys. These guys can't fight. Like, they, when you see them throw a punch and shit, they can't throw a punch. One of my favorite things <clears throat> to watch are street fights where there's the big, strong-looking guy. And the little guy beats the shit out of him. Well, there's that. And then there's, like, the tubby guy that (laughs) really knows how to box. He's not, like, over overweight, but he's, like, 30 pounds overweight. He might be – you know, he might have uh, taken some time off from boxing. But you can tell – whenever they drop their shoulder a little bit and they're doing the old fucking Philly shell. <laughs> yeah. Like this. And the, the other guy's coming up like, like a, put him up. Well, it's up. like this. I mean, it's one thing that I notice I do, and I've noticed it all, pretty much all guys who fight, this is just, this is very visual. You set up, and you see somebody coming here like this. Yeah. You start moving side to side. And you start, you know, like this. When you, if you're going your hands like this, you know how to fill a up. Now, that doesn't mean, I'm up here, high guard. You know, we don't do the Philly shell sometimes. And when I'm in high guard, and I come in, you know, if a guy's going like this and his arms are back and forth, that guy can fight. So I guarantee I'm it. I'm happy being a guy who knows how to fight now. You know, mm-hmm. it's like I've never lost a fight, but I've been, I've said before, I've been lucky, I've lost lucky thousands. in thousands. I guess your brothers and your dad, probably. Yes. <laughs> but I'm saying that. I've never uh, lost one against anybody else. Outside outside of my house in Dixie. But, th- but those, don't, undefeated. Undefeated. those <laughs> don't count. That's what I'm saying. I, I'm just saying that. I haven't been in very many outside. Whenever you're six foot one and three quarter and over 300 pounds, you don't tend to get in a lot of fights. No. But that's another thing is that. I'm not over 300 pounds anymore. Though. My shoulders have gotten so wide from the boxing. I've noticed that. Like, and my waist has gotten smaller and I just look like one of those guys now, like the way I walk and stuff like that. It's an awesome feeling, you know? And again, it makes you kinder. It makes you gentler and it makes you, because you're confident in social situations. Like every time we're out, you know, and I've, we've got the baby and I've got Amanda and all them, I'm just like, anything that goes down, I can at least occupy somebody long enough they can get away. If not outright fucking just knock somebody out in the thing right there. You know what I mean? If I get a one, two on you and, and you and, I, and I, I'm a South Paul. So even somebody who's, who's blocking is going to throw up the wrong hand. So I'm going to crack you and then I'm coming with that too. I think I can knock it out pretty much anybody I hit. So as long as I hit them clean, you know, um, and it's just, it's a, it's a great feeling. It's very liberating and you feel confident and you feel, Just more at peace, so I'm. I highly, and I and I really wish I'd started with wrestling or something too, because that's the one thing I'm, you know, concerned about is it going to the ground. I'm really strong and all that stuff, but man, those guys, wrestlers and jujitsu guys are just really they're tough. You know, if you can crack them and knock them out, you know that's good. You know, because boxers hit harder than they do, but. If they get in on you, you've had it. So, <laughs> I mean, but I, this is what I want to learn. If you're ever in a fight with a guy and he just immediately drops to his back and most Yeah, do not you fight just, that Just guy. walk away from yeah. it. Just absolutely walk away. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I know if, I would have lost. If you you're, count su- that as if a you're win. somewhere mm. and there's a guy with ca- cauliflower ears that's trying to oh, God. start shit, yeah. go to a different building. Do not be in the same place as that guy, right. Right. unless you have multiple people with you or a gun. Right. I mean, I, I you, honestly, if you see a guy like that, he's not going to be doing that anyway. Exactly. Because those guys aren't like exactly. That. And then you get, and then I see these guys like Bradley Martin, all these fucking cunts who who are big and strong. And they work out and they take steroids, and that makes me tough. It doesn't make you tough. Like Kenny KO or one of them was well, got into it with this big. This asshole I see all the time. He's got tattoos on the back of his neck. He's Johnny's He lifts all these weights. And, that, and he said, and he was talking shit to him. He said, we'll go outside. He said, come on. We'll go right now. Come on. You know, and then he backed down because he expected that guy to be intimidated by him. And the guy was, the guy was built lanky, but kind of big, like a boxer. Mm-hmm. Like, and when he said that, come on, that guy's bluff was called. And he didn't want anything, like, any more of it after that. Those guys, not all of them, but a lot of them at heart are pussies. I mean they just they get in all the steroids and they do this stuff and they think that makes them tough. Yeah, you're tough to a regular person and all that stuff, but with somebody who knows how to hit, you're not that tough. Because if they hit you good, you're finished. You know. And if they and if you fight a wrestler or a jiu-jitsu guy, you're finished. You know, it's just like, <clears throat> like I think that Bradley Martin guy was saying that like Demetrius Johnson, Mighty Mouse would have no shot against him. You're silly. Yeah. You're silly. He would be on your back. Choking you to death before you could even throw a punch at him. He's such a douchebag. I like when he had uh, Nate Diaz on his podcast. He's just like, he's like, how how do you think I'd do against you? And He's all flexing. He's just like you're a podcaster, brother. It's <laughs> like, he's like, uh, yeah, but if I caught you, he's like, you won't. He <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> he's not wrong. Man. He's like, he's like, dude. And then he said a boxer. It's a Devin Haney. He's talking shit about Devin Haney. He's like, well, uh, Devin Haney said he killed me too. He said, yeah, he probably kicked shit out of you too. <laughs> and Bradley Martin's like, he starts laughing and stuff, but it's that, you know, <laughs> you do, you do, it, yeah. it's cut into him. Here's you know. what Nate Diaz would probably do to him. He would probably make him chase him around. And slap him every now and right. then For five minutes Right And by the fifth minute This dude is done Oh five he's, minutes You're giving him a the, lot of by fucking By the second minute I'm Yeah gonna, yeah. But I'm giving him some credit Right By the by the second Two and a half minutes He's bent over Hands on his knees Yeah And then Nate Diaz Just walks up and just Cracks him Just gets yeah. him in a guillotine Teaches him a lesson Alright we're gonna go to sleep He then. doesn't kill him <laughs> He doesn't even hurt him right. He just puts him to sleep And leaves him laying there Puts a five dollar bill on him And walks away that's what he would do to him. Right. He probably wouldn't put the $5 bill on him. I mean, I just... And Nate Diaz, if you see him walking down the street, you're not going to think much. Oh, he looks he's like tall. a guy in, in shape. You know? Yeah. He's yeah. tall. He's in shape. Right. But he's not bulging or brawny or anything. No. That's, you know, like Conor McGregor when he got real big. That's Sauce. a guy. Huh? Sauce. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Well, Are you kidding me? Not even going to... Be angry about him taking steroids no. after he snapped his leg into. Exactly. So whatever. Talk all the shit you want. But they they always publish that picture about him. He's on shit. I was like, dude, he's pumped up in the gym right there. You're gonna look twice as large, you know. And but apparently he there's uh there's footage being released that he's like back into old form. I was like, Man, he's getting old though. He's he's an old guy. He's probably thirty five by now. Shit. That's getting toward the end of your career. You know, some guys fight into their forties. He but, doesn't want to fight, but they shouldn't. Like you know? six years. Right. But he was at, the, at his height, man. He was tough, and he knew how. Oh, he was the most and fun he, to watch. Who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll kick your ass, boy! Everybody was trying to get at him because, like, he's the big payday. And, right? Like, one some a fighter just said some shit to him at a press conference. Who the fuck oh. is that guy? <laughs> it's fucking great! He's like the, the Brad Pitt's character from Snatch come yeah. to life. Um, see what other things. Um, reading about, I've, I've polished off, um, a few books about the ancient Celts, where I get into that. Uh, my ancestors have read great quotes about Appalachian people who are the Ulster Scots. Some of the best, I mean, it makes you feel good and it gives a little chuckle, you know, because you know that's, it's making you feel good because it's people you're descended from. Like, uh, George Washington said that if, uh, if liberty, if, if the country ever collapsed, he'd go, he'd, uh, Retire, you know, like as in go into the mountains of Western Virginia, which is West Virginia and make his last stand with the um, Scottish who were, who lived in Northern Ireland for in, in Ulster. <laughs> He'd make their last stand with him. Cause he said, they're basically the best fighters and they're ones who love Liberty and all that stuff. Basically he's saying that's the group, you know, if you want to make a last stand, that's the group to be with. Um, he's not wrong. Uh, we we're different now than we were then, you know, maybe we some, but we still have that thing in us. Like, we're everybody here around knows that. If you're coming through West Virginia and you're a a fucking invading force, you're going to get fucked up. I mean, you're going to have to turn the place into a glass field if you want to quit fighting. Because we're going to keep fighting you. You know, it's just a, we love our home and we're not going to give it to you. We're going to water it with every water with blood every inch. You know, so um, Teddy Roosevelt. You know, just great. He. I can't remember exactly what he said. It was something like that They're, I mean, they're just really uh, nice quotes to hear. And then you read about the history and, um, you know, the thing at Lockwood with the Morris Massacre. That's my family. You know, so they were were related to um, about 39 there Lockwood. Yeah. What happened there? Um, there are, you know, of course, there's families. If Simon Gertie, apparently. They say it's Simon Gertie. I don't, I don't know if he did this. Massacred. Um these this these girls, the, the Morris family, but William Morris wasn't there or something like that. So he mounted a revenge campaign that was like something out of fucking a Mel Gibson movie. Like hunted down. Fuck he never got Simon Gertie, but he got the other ones. Um and you know, there that's an Ulster Scott, you know. I think he was first generation Ulster Scott who'd come over here, or at least or at most second, you know. And um you know in appalachia things are different because most appalachian families are ulster irish and then they married another ulster irish family or a german family there were a few german you know a few german families who came here um but they talked about that too how the germans while definitely not being cowards or anything like that weren't like the ulster scots they said the ulster scots are these savage people who Fight and drink and all that stuff. So, when they had a problem with the natives, they're like, Well, we want these guys around to help us deal with this stuff, but once it's over, y'all get you kind know, of go on. You know what I mean? It's like you're too loud, you like to drink too much, and you like fighting too much. So, um, I get it. Yeah. 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 I, I get it too. Um, you know, and just reading about European history with, uh, you know, the, from the beginning of Celtic culture to, you know, reading about how they, you know, under Brennus. Um, They actually defeated Rome and marched into Rome and had one of the most fucking asshole but awesome ancient pimp moments where they agreed for the Celts to leave. They would give them a 1,000 pounds of gold or something like that. So they're weighing it out, and the Romans are complaining that the Celts are weighing it off, you know, so they're getting more. And fucking Brennus takes his giant fucking Celtic sword out and lays it on the fucking scale and looks at him and says, victus which means woe to the vanquished. So it's like, but the worst part about that is the Romans kept that with them for their entire fucking. And then they eventually were able to return the favor to the Celts and push them off of mainland Europe. And then they had gone and and also defeated them in the British Isles. Well, they never went into Ireland. Like they, and even Scotland was someplace they didn't like to go. Cause it's like, it's like the wildlings there, you know, Mm -hmm. that's what they're, yeah, that's what it's based on. Yeah. So, um, they had defeated Boudica, but, Boudica, but, Boudica, but she had burned one of their cities and massacred all these people, and she's this Celtic leader. That's another thing that bothered me is that there's there's video of this somebody put a Palestinian flag on the statue of Boudica or something like that, and a British guy got up and pulled it off. He said, "That's our culture." He's like, "We don't want your things on our, on our statues." He didn't even say anything bad about Palestinian culture, but it was something that was just a shitty thing to do. And he and I was sitting there thinking. These people complaining, like, it's a statue. It's like that's a statue of Boudica. That's that's an ancestor to every Celtic British person. You know, B u d b o u d i c c a b o u d i c c a. Boudica. 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 was the queen of the ancient British Iceni tribe who led a failed uprising against the conquering forces of the Roman Empire in A.D. sixty or sixty one. Hmm. That could be a YouTube rabbit hole to go down. What about what's that? Boudica. Um, not much is known about her. Like well, uh, they could make a bunch of how are they not there's movies about her. I was gonna say how are they how are they how was like Disney not making a fucking oh, shitty movie you, about you this? You can't make a movie about that. Oh, they can. Yeah. I mean like <laughs> and now that we've said it, they will. And they'll right. ruin it. It'll be a freaking Jamaican woman playing a uh, <laughs> an Irish lady. That's what they're gonna do. Mark it down. (laughs) I'm calling it. Um, But you know, it's just and hearing about the Germanic tribes. One of the a lot of the first hand accounts because the the Celts had no written language; they're an oral culture. Um, So the Romans tell a lot of their stuff. A lot of the Romans were an anal culture. (laughs) I know you're going to do something with that. Here it comes. the Trojans especially were an the- <laughs> Greeks, <laughs> my God. Um, but so a lot of the first hand accounts of the Celts are from Romans, like Julius Caesar especially, and he was now Julius Caesar. I just thought you said Joey Joey Caesar. Joey Caesar. You know Joey. <laughs> you know He's Joey like from Johnny up Blue the jeans. Yeah. Um, up the fucking raw. <laughs> but they talk about because they had a lot of dealings with the Celts. Celtic was also a lingua franca, which is a trade language. And so, not only all the people who spoke it weren't Celtic, but it was a common language that people could speak. So, the Romans were speaking it with them, and, you know, they had toga-wearing Gaul. The Gauls are Celts. And um, they were essentially Roman. They had given up their culture and become, you know, Roman citizens. Then you had long-haired Gaul, where... it's where the Galway comes from. Uh, I remember Steve Earle had a song called Galway Girl. I fell in love with the Galway girl. Well, Galway is a place in Ireland. Yeah. So... I'm sure that has something to do with it. The, the Celts, the Celtic peoples are intensely aware that the Gauls are, you know, who, who they were to, you know, they share a lot of cultural significance, but. You got a lot of busy stuff happening there on your phone, don't sorry, you, pal? I can't. It's fucking. Jesus fist fucking Christ. We're trying to do a podcast here. There's tens of <laughs> listeners hanging on every word. All some, right, it's off now. Some, um, some freaking lady boy in, what, what, where are they from? Are they Thai? Yeah, uh, well, the Southeast Asia just in general, you know. It's not Thailand, but I made Singapore. Their, no, not Singapore. It's not Thailand. Wherever that uh, got a pillow in his mouth right now, getting crammed in the shitter, trying to listen to us wax philosophical about stuff. And Bangkok, you on your phone. Bangkok, Bangkok. Yeah, I mean it's right there, Bangkok. I know. Um, but um, then they would then the Ga- the the Gauls that were still you know Celts were. You know he would. Joey, Caesar talking about he said, these are terrifying people. They're headhunters, and they were. They would collect heads from enemies, and adorn their houses with them, or keep the head in honey or oil, yeah. and pull it out and show people. And like this is such and such. He was a valiant, uh, valiant man. That's why I cut his head off. You remember, and I know you do. In the in the eighties, WWF, if you were even slightly brown, they'd put a bone through your nose and, <laughs> and make you like some sort of a savage. Papa Shango. <laughs> I mean. The wild Samoans, the, yes, uh, Papa Shango. Uh, for a while, um, Tony Atlas was was uh, one of those guys. Kamala, the Ugandan giant. Yeah, um, all these wonderful Fair stereotypes. Race. Yeah, I mean, and, and the crazy part about it is is that you know you go far back in uh, people's cultures who are considered non savages are savages as well. Absolutely. Know, so, um, and then in the early nineties, they switched it out a little bit and like now. You're a plumber. And you you carry a plumber to the ring. Or a dentist. Or a CPA. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> Erwin <when> R. Schyster. <laughs> yeah. You bring you, you either bring your plunger, you bring your uh, dental tools, or you bring the books to the ring. Or you're just <laughs> or you're just crazy like Norman the Lunatic. Norman the Lunatic. Was he a good wrestler? Uh, probably. <laughs> no, but then uh, the trash the repo man. Oh, okay. And then there was also the trash man. Right. <laughs> fit finley fit finley he's an irishman um but then julius caesar talked about how he was talking to the celts and then they were talking about the germanic drives and even the celts were like these people are fucking crazy they're lunatics you know they they dress in animal skins and they fucking you know they're just like crazy and they're huge and all these things and all the firsthand accounts all the accounts of julius caesar of course he was a guy who understood he was savvy so he's going to make him out to maybe be you don't conquer the world being an idiot well yeah maybe to be so his his victory was that much greater but it's a debate over how much he actually exaggerated as and i and some people think he didn't exaggerate much at all and some people think well he really exaggerated i think it's there in the middle i think that they were tough and strong and all those things but they weren't savages they were just were a warrior culture that existed outside the rules of rome so um those are all fun things. I mean, that's that's three good ones. Uh, Invincible. That's a that's a favorite thing. I fucking love that show. It just keeps getting better. Um, it's so. I mean, and I knew what was going to happen. Like I've read read ahead in the comics, and there's some crazy shit coming down the pipe. Like they, one of the things I don't even know if they're going to be able to do. Uh, Thrag rips Debbie's head off Ooh. and holding it, just holding there. Who's Debbie? It's uh, uh, Mark's mom. I don't Literally rips her head off. There's a picture. I'll show you here in a second. I don't often learn people's names. Thrag games. is the the most powerful Viltramite. And the thing I'm looking forward to most, and I've said this before, and I got that T-shirt, is Thrag versus Battle Beast. And they fight and fight and fight without stopping. Fight, fight, fight. Fight, fight, fight. <laughs> the, the Thrag and scratches. Battle Beast show. But then... Uh, Thrag wins and he wears Beasts fucking like like Joffy Joffer on fucking coming to America. He wears him as a fucking skin. I mean, it's I can't wait for that shit to happen. You know, because that fight is worth the price of admission. You know, so that's that's pretty much that's it. That was wonderful. That was a wonderful batch of favorite things. All right. Lately, I've been going and watching, going back and watching uh, old movies that I haven't seen, like. I think last weekend I watched one night I watched both Wayne's Worlds movies. The first one. I haven't seen those in the like, watching. No, they're both fine. The second one's just not not It's good. fine. They're fine. I mean the whole gym. Neither Morrison of them thing. are good. The first one's good. It's fine. Yeah, it's good. I mean it does what it's supposed to do. Um it was it was just nice to go back and see that. But I think uh Friday night I watched that. Saturday I watched Turn terminator one and Two. Oh fuck yeah what a night and i don't know that i saw those not on tbs or something so there was quite a bit of editing right and they're both fucking wonderful yeah they are dude especially the second one yeah it's one of it's arguably the best action movie ever made Th- one director with the sequels has made two of the greatest action movies ever made one of them's not even one of his properties he took fucking really scott. Yeah. yeah. Um the twist which I knew, but like it hits a little bit harder when you watch him back to back. In the second one, Arnold comes back and everybody's scared to death of him and it turns out he's there to protect. And I'm like, right. Fuck yeah. I mean I knew I knew that, but like, you know, you kinda like they, they were actually discussing that, like two people were discussing that, and I think that I agree with this standpoint, is that they should have made, they should have kept the press maybe suggesting that Arnold was still an evil Terminator and stuff like that. And that Robert Patrick was a good Terminator. Right. Or no, no, that he was a good human, that he had come yeah, back yeah, to yeah. save. Because he kind of looks like Michael Bain and stuff like that, and that's why they hired him. Um, and then when this the scene, where you finally reveal it, and he's running down that hallway, and, you know, fucking – it would have been hard to do to keep, to keep that in the – but they did it in the movie, like, without the – you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. they they just – you didn't know what that guy was there for, and he seemed more human. He spoke like a human. He seemed less threatening, of course, because he's not a giant fucking Austrian on a goddamn motorcycle. He's a fucking cop. But he's a smaller guy. And then all of a sudden he's like, "Holy shit! He's a Terminator, you know." But people, when, when he's, he's a way more advanced Terminator, right? He's a advanced prototype. And I kind of want to watch the rest of them, but I probably shouldn't, right? Um, Three's okay. Three is has has its moments. Linda Hamilton is not in that. I'm Linda um, Hamilton fan. She was very pretty. That hair does no favors. Uh, nearly 80s hair, dude. That hair. Yeah. It looked like Ron fucking um, Pearlman in Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> it did. Um. Terminator Salvation wasn't bad. That is the one with, with Christian, Bale. Christian Bale, big big Bale guy. Dude, it was. It EVG. looked. It looked tremendous. It looked tremendous. Um. It was directed by Mick G or whatever his name is. I don't like that fucking name. It gets my nerves. But think um, I had a moment after he did. He, he made something that was pretty good. Yeah, he made something that was pretty good. And then he did the Terminator movie and it had everything on paper said it should have been great. And I tell you this, the special effects are so amazing in that movie and such cool concepts. It just didn't come together. It's worth a watch, though. Um Maybe I'll try that one, because I'm a bail guy. Don't watch Genesis, because apparently it's fucking horrid. Is that the one with Khaleesi? Yes. Daenerys? Yes. It's mm-hmm. apparently really bad. Uh, and then the one with the girl from uh, Station Eleven had its moments. I mean, of her too. had it been, it was just too late. Like, the thing had run its course. Had it been a little higher in the batting it order. It's time to reboot. No. Let's start all over. Get, get fucking, hold on. I'm about to bring you to tears. Okay. Get Christopher Nolan to, reboot, to reboot the God. Terminator franchise. No, I'm going, I'll give you one better. Oh no. Talk Dennisville and Wave into oh, starting. It Jesus over again. fucking Christ. and then have him link all those movies together. Fucking Blade Runner, Terminator, all those things. Dude. He he could do it. No, 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 no keep doing Dude, it. it. Arrival. Somehow, uh, no, that's another universe. The ones you should include. All right, let's do this. If we're going to create an extended universe with I'm these listening. things, you need the basis. Needs to be RoboCop has to be in there. Remember how we connected uh, John Wick and uh, fucking Point Break. Point Break. I actually had written. Remember when I wrote, wrote that? A very good thing, and yeah. I thought it was not bad. Um, the basis is going to have to be like. Here is what you do. RoboCop is the prototype for all that stuff. I don't. You know what? Finding Robocop and watching it tonight. The okay. first one's. Guarantee I've never seen it unedited. Oh, God. The scene where they blow his fucking arm off is one of those violent things. Guarantee you've ever I've seen never in your life. seen it unedited from. It's a great movie. Not edited for TV. TBS yeah. is probably the only place I ever saw it. Paul Verhoeven, he directed fucking Total Recall, too. Um, so you start with Robocop. That would be the basis of the story. Then um, Terminator is referenced because the same company that built Robocop built the Terminators in the future. And then you link in Blade Runner because it's a possible future that happens when they start, you know, when metal and stuff wasn't good for replicas anymore. So you start doing them with flesh and things like that. You can link them all in. As a matter of fact, one of the coolest things is on Soldier of all movies is um, two of the battles Roy Batty talks about, the guy on Blade Runner, are the battle with the Tanar Gate or something like that, and the Shoulder of Orion. Well,. Kurt Russell's character in Soldier, it's just giving you a, a, a montage, essentially, of his whole life. And it's, and then they're reviewing his fucking battles. Those battles are on there. He was at those battles. I was like, that's fucking awesome. You know, this it ties in. Soldier ties into Blade Runner. I don't know if you know this about me. I'm also a big Kurt Russell guy. Oh, yeah, I love Kurt Russell. And was Soldier cool. was a very underrated movie. I thought it was an excellent movie. Um, and he turned in a great performance. It's more that he gave a really great performance to a movie that was otherwise okay, and had but you know Kurt Russell was great in it. He was just Kurt you know, Russell doesn't phone it in. No, never. Even there was something that shit. He always does his best. Um, he's a boy scout. Yeah, I will always do my best. Um, I I, I just you know it's what you're gonna do is you know link those anyway. Yeah. Oh, <clears throat> last night, yeah, I watched The Running Man. Oh yeah, you know what? Movie rules. It does. Also, it's really bad, but I like it. Yeah, it's yeah. it's supposed to be. Mick th- Fleetwood is playing himself in that. It's satire. Yeah. Because you can tell by all the quips and stuff, like, right. they're making fun of these this type of movie. Right. And also, I noticed the thing that um, Squid Game is just the running man. Yeah. I've heard, I'd heard that before. Squid Game actually. kind of rules. I watched it with uh, subtitles, mm-hmm. Korean subtitles. Squid Game kind I of I heard rules. it was good. It was recommended to me, like, numerous times. It's rough. Um, but The Running Man rules. Right? Yeah. It gets right to the fucking point. This is the thing. Here's Maria Conchita Alonzo. She's pretty hot. Oh, yeah. 80s hot chick. Oh, yeah. Really hot in that movie. Oh, yeah. God. And, you know, I'm um, fucking, I fell asleep for maybe half of it and nah, woke back up. You don't need to. Wasn't lost at all. <laughs> that's the. That's what I like in a movie. <laughs> That's what I like. it. Then you uh, should watch Commando. Oh, I'm going to watch Commando. Have you ever seen Commando? Guarantee I've seen parts of it. Oh, God. <laughs> it's really bad. I am on an Arnold kick lately. Cause you know, I watched a few weeks ago I watched uh, Predator. Mm-hmm. Predator is it starts out as an action movie, turns into a slasher film in which Arnold is the final girl. Right. It's great. It is. It is wonderful. That's it's that one of the best sci fi movies of the fucking eighties. It's tremendous. I mean it's an action movie, but it's a sci fi movie as well, and a good one. I like the fact that they linked in uh, Predator and Aliens, but they didn't do it properly. So I would have liked to have probably. seen them do it properly. Uh, this, I watched Alien two or three weeks ago. Oh, it's, it's fucking great, fucking best. I need to rewatch Aliens. because it's in the way that you use it. I've got the special edition of Aliens, like on my on my streaming service. I've been you going should. back and a lot of, watching a lot of these '80s and '90s action sci-fi mm. things. And have you watched Even, the original Blade Runner? Yeah okay. I, well, I've watched the the cut that it was. I was the following. final cut. Yeah, the yeah. final cut that everybody says is the best. That's version. one I've got. Yeah. Okay. Um, even the middle of the road bad movie is better than most of the, what people consider good now. That's fair. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, you used to have to sell a movie on its merits, not you know. Here's all the boxes we're checking. Yeah. You know? Um. Like um. Like the bad Marvel movies that we're getting recently. Yeah. Pale in comparison. To The Running Man. To The Running Man. Yeah. They do. That story it's is cogent. About- it's, it has a beginning, middle, and end. Mm-hmm. And it just tells and a story. And it's not three hours long. Exactly. Although. Sometimes, sometimes three hours we, can. But we all are forgetting, I think, in, in the recent crap fucking-tastic shit they've been releasing, is how good Marvel was yeah. for 10 years. I mean, they were they were killing it. Yeah. I mean, most of the time, it was at least pretty good, sometimes excellent. Right. But the overall thing was so good that it made the ones that were almost subpar better. Like, Black Panther was a good movie. It got... It got... um, It got those glowing reviews and all that stuff. And it was good. It was definitely a good movie. But it was as good as everybody says it was. I don't necessarily think so. I've not rewatched it. I have. And... No, I probably watched it one other time. mm -hmm. But like... The Captain America movies, I've watched each of those five, six, five is, six times. Winter Soldier is a great... It's a spy movie, and it's a good one. Um, the first Captain America is an Indiana Jones. Movie. I've rewatched the Iron Man movies, at least one and They're fun. About, maybe I've watched all three of them, at least twice to mm. three times. All right. First one, i probably watched five or six times. Oh, sure. Uh, I've watched... Um, Thor Ragnarok at least two or three times since the theater. That's a good one. I haven't watched the newest one. Well,
1: but Love and the, Thunder? the
0: one-time trash. Yeah, absolute. Um, and, of course, all the Avengers movies except for Age of Ultron. I watched it. Yeah. Maybe twice. Without that. I watched it once, and then I was like, this wasn't as good. Right. And then I watched it again, and I was like, it was okay-ish. But, like. Had they brought it out now, we would have been saying, that's the rebooting of Marvel. Like, they're going to come back. Because it's so much better than the shit they yeah. released. And of course, the Infinity Wars; Wars. those were in game and in game and uh, dude, they're fucking great. Yeah, they're great movies. Um, I think Deadpool is like the one that is going to make or break them. If they can't, if they, if they allow Ron Reynolds and, and the people to do how they want to do it, it'll be a good movie. If you neuter Deadpool, Deadpool, yeah. If you neuter Wolverine, Wolverine. If you neuter, um fucking Johnny Bernthal. Punisher's not in that, though. But they're making a Punisher thing. Sure. And they're making a... Daredevil. Daredevil thing. Those shows on Netflix Are before they were bought by great. fucking yeah. Disney were so fucking good. Yeah, they were. They were violent. Mm-hmm. They, were, they would say, fuck. Yeah. If you neuter those, you you were losing something. They remember we discussed this before, and I said what they need to do is have a Marvel Knights division, where Mm -hmm. things are going to be rated R. Things will be, you know, and you it'll be in the title Marvel Knights, whatever. They did that with the comics, Mm -hmm. and they did that. Like the Marvel Knights comics were violent as fuck, and you include the Punisher, Daredevil, Moon Knight, all those. Moon Knight was not bad. I mean, I liked it. I mean, it it was one of those things. It had a good story, and it you know. I, th- I think Loki's excellent. Loki's seen the second season. It's good, man. It's good. Um, I-, I thought it was done. I think Tom Hiddleston is still on it. I like the fact that Deadpool three is tying into Loki. I wish they would have. They need to start going for broke before now, because they if they knew what the shit was going to happen, they should have started seeing asking Ryan Reynolds, "Will you be a scene of in Loki?" You know to you know, that stuff. And he would have happily done it. He's like, yeah, that sounds like fun. You know, and then everybody loses their mind and we forget all the shit they've made. And, and then so, he gets a scene. he's like, yeah, this is happening and rolls his eyes. And yeah. Doesn't take it seriously <laughs> right. at all. And <laughs> takes everybody just, out of the store. Just walks everybody. Says, hey guys. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, uh, he got into a massive fight with, uh, Bob Iger because he wanted to poke fun at Disney, not doing well. And they won't allow him to do it. You better let him. There's an elephant in the room. Yeah. And if they – see, if they would just do that and laugh at themselves – The people- very first scene, it should be – who could we pick? of um, uh, uh, Donald Glover as Deadpool. And then he kicks, no, we're not doing this with this. We're not doing this, like, something yeah, like that. No. Right. Oh, they would no. never do that. Get away. No. <laughs> shoot, Donald Glover. Shoot. You're in the other thing. You're in. You're. You're, you're in, a Prowler in Spider Man. Yeah, you're in that thing. Go do that. <laughs> the Spider Man movies, though, have delivered. But anyway, go ahead. And did I just not come up with a great idea on how they could get a little bit of fucking. Yes. A little bit of levity, a little bit of fucking self awareness. Yes, because South Park has gone for the jugular. Have Leslie Jones as Deadpool in the very beginning. Yes, get out of here, (laughs) nut. Scat hits it with a newspaper, something like that. (laughs) That would be great. I'm telling you. But he, they wanted to do something about along those lines, and it was going to be gentle. You know, they weren't going to do something very harsh with it. Bob Iger and them don't seem to understand how how hated they are now. They've taken a lot of these things that we love in this, absolutely destroyed them. Mm-hmm. And I, I tried to watch. Speaking of that, I tried to watch Indiana Jones. It's bad. The new one? Yes. I'm so sorry because you had such hopes. I did, man. The special. What did I tell you? The special effects were so bad. It took. Oh, me I know. hate it. I hate it. The story wasn't bad. It wasn't bad at all. But I can usually get the over. CGI was so bad. It was just like everything had a lag on it. You could tell it was just too soon. You know. They always. I can usually get over bad special effects with good story. I kind of like the fucking Flash movie, to be quite honest. I had a good time. I'm never going to watch it again, right? But you know what? I did watch multiple times. What the Snyder cut? Oh yeah, I enjoyed the shit the out Snyder of it. Snyder cut's good. Yeah. Batman v Superman, uh, the Snyder version of Batman v yeah, Superman. Yeah, it was, was good. good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's. I mean, even if it's half in slow motion, yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that shit is so crazy <laughs> the matrix kind of ruined a lot of action movies um i don't think i think the matrix get a lot of shit nowadays with the first matrix movie is excellent no 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 i'm not saying it's bad but like now everybody's gotta have a slow motion scene for twenty to three years now yeah or there's got to be multiple slow motion scenes yeah i think though that that's almost run its course. The, like the thing where it circle around them, that that shot, they don't do that anymore because it's gotten so ridiculous. Yeah, I think they should do it in Deadpool and make yeah. fun of it. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, what are we doing? What is this? <laughs> Have we not done this enough? I think Deadpool three is going to be good. I think that it's, um, I think he's standing up enough for it, and it's got all these cameos that are going to be in it. Um, I just hope it's not a cameo fest. Well, you know what I mean? It's going to be to a certain degree i know apparently there is rumor I'm tired that danny of, devito is playing a version of wolverine in it i'm tired of oh there's the guy that i like from the other thing well yeah movies. But, some some movies are based on that right but that won't be it but they but it will be that's the thing it is smart enough to do that and then what and then deadpool would say something like yeah this is what you signed up for it's like, you know what else have i seen recently um trying to think of all my, my watch i should just keep a list of all the weird things that i've been watch- watching recently i mean well I mean, we talked extensively about the nice guys last time Is yeah you know, have, you, have you seen it yet? i have not watched it it's yet. fucking tremendous i need to watch it oh have we talked since the trailer for house of the dragon came out no we have not brother they're doing it yeah they are they're going to do it, right? They're going to do the thing, blood, blood and cheese. They're going to do yeah. blood and cheese, and that's going to lose them so many fucking people on Rhaenyra's side. It's going to be, it's going to be bad. I think what they're going there's no good side. There's nobody to root for. You've got to pick uh, some somebody people. That's less root, wrong. a lot of people root for Rhaenyra. They really do because she's the most likable one. Alicent is not very likable. Let's just be honest. Did you see the shot of her standing on the? At the edge of the lake or whatever. Well, it's probably Allison. God's Eye. Yeah. She's got a wagon on her, son. Oh, yeah. She's got an ace. Allison's hot. She is. Um, whatever her name is in real life is hot. She. I, that's, I mean, that is like Stranger Things, too. I mean, I'm so excited about it. Um, Hope they don't ruin it. You I got one more. Build. Just do it. Just do the thing. Yeah. Make it big. And then the Talisman, once they come out with that, too. Oh, fuck. They're, I forgot they were doing that. Yeah, I need oh, to yeah. read that. I've got a copy of the house. I know you do. Have you cracked into the, the not, gunslinger man. or anything like that? I know it's hard, man. Getting late. Getting home late. Right. have been working 50 hours a week. And it just doesn't grab you like Game of Thrones does. Nothing grabs you like Game of Thrones I does. Still, I still watch hours and hours of theory stuff That week week one I sent you Game about fucking Artos Stark Fucking I fucking carving his way through the fucking every night I go to sleep to a Lightbringer or a fucking Alt Shift X he's the best dude video. Lightbringer's the fucking Alt best. Shift X is the best I believe I like his I like Lightbringer I watch multiple videos of his yeah. a week but uh, I think Alt Shift X is the best I'm hoping that something when Tad Williams comes out and he'll start analyzing that too that'd be great he does Dune yeah he does a little bit of Dune. There's a guy who does Dune. This black dude. He's a nerd, and he's really cool. Quinn, Quinn's ideas. His ideas, yeah. I like his, but he likes Dune too much. Like, I just don't like Dune, so he's really into it, and he's like- He does his Game of Thrones stuff, too. Yeah, he does. I mean, I like his, but- um, You know, him and David Lightbringer were roommates for a while. Oh, my God. That's a, a lot of fucking be, brain power. And nerds. Fucking, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I still watch hours of lore and shit a week. Right of that because I'm hoping that the, the last book, last two books come out eventually. He just spoke with his publisher. Apparently people are like, he's only got a mm. couple hundred pages left. The winds of winter is going to be a massive book. It's going to be like 1500. pages. It's going to be like what it's going to be the other book or the other two. I don't, there might be one or two after this. Uh, I, only th- I only think there's one. I think it's a dream of spring. Yeah. That's it. I think a dream of spring is just mop up. It's going to be all the fallout from all the awful shit that's happened. So we're going to get some awful shit happening in, uh, uh, and great shit happening in Winds of Winter. I think when in uh, when John wakes up, he's going to be gone for so long that his hair is going to be white and he's going to look like a Targaryen. And ah. I think that's what's going to happen. You think? I, it's just a weird feeling I get because you, your hair does turn. Whenever you're dead for fucking so long, but he's going to be frozen in a cell, I think. So maybe it won't then. Um, I think, it's, I think it's going to parallel what happens in the, in the show, except um, he didn't change enough in the show after he was brought back. I think he has to change. No, and back. they didn't involve ghost in it enough. Because when he gets stabbed in the book, he says ghost, and what's happening is he's warging into ghost, Mm -hmm. and that's holding. And he doesn't even know he can do it. Right, and it's holding holding his spirit, and then Melisandre brings it back, and the spirit goes back into, you know. Then does ghost die? No. Or does ghost come back? No, he's just – when you first warg in – you're in there with the animal. You don't push out. the animal out, okay? Because you're both existing simultaneously. But as time goes, the person fades and the animal. And also, we have Chekhov's giant wolf pack. Yeah, you, you know the Chekhov's gun. If you show a gun, you have to use it, right? You have a giant wolf pack, like, like the that wild. Arya controls. That yes, she doesn't understand the wild hunt. Yeah, it's 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 the Celtic. There's a lot of Celtic stuff with the north and all of them. So he definitely tapped into the wild hunt. That's what that is. So. So I, I look forward to whatever the fuck's happening there. She's still, still in fucking Bravos. She's on her way back. Like something, something's getting, dude. It's getting ready to go down. Like the winds of winter. Oh, also we've forgotten all that, The fact that uh, I figured it out. The woman who, who uh, Jorah Mormont and Tyrion speak to in that bar is a Targaryen descendant. There is a fucking pipeline of the descendants of the Targaryens. In in like the free cities, and she's talking about we're waiting. Those are all the descendants of the Targaryens getting ready to come back to fucking Westeros. Blackfires are Targaryens. The Blackfires are Targaryens. I know, but so you, but you know that. I mean, I'm, but, but I'm just saying, um, there are some Blackfires over there, but there are descendants of Targaryens as well. So they're all, you know, have been. I think speaking to each other and forming this thing. See the thing with Fagon. And you're know, young Griff. Right. And, um, and Illyria. A lot of people are lost right now, which is fun. I love it. And, um, read the fucking books. And Varys is that, that is just the tip of the iceberg with all the people. Illyrio is a descendant of the Targaryens. Varys is a, it's definitely a, a direct line blackfire, you know, and Phaegon, they're, they're gonna fake it like he's not actually, like he's, he's the mummer's dragon, but, I don't think he is. I think he's the mummer's dragon in a, not in a, okay. The mummer's dragon doesn't mean that he's fake. It means that the mummer is the one who's behind him. Right? I think so. So think about that. Everybody's thinking, well, that means the mummer's dragon. He's like a fake dragon. No, that just means- The mummer is Varys. Exactly. The mummer is the one putting him up to it. He is actually a Targaryen. I'm willing to fucking bet it. I think he probably is the baby. I think he probably is the legitimate Targaryen heir. And then you're gonna have, and the dragon has three heads. There three Targaryens out there. So, uh, Varys, I mean uh, Daenerys, John, and Phagon. And then you're gonna get, you know, all these things are gonna happen. I can't wait to see all these things tie in. Yeah, imagine how much well, how much we're gonna talk about when the Winds of Winter comes back. Oh, it's it's what, gonna be a race to read only it first. Gonna, I'll read it first, but I, I guarantee <laughs> you'll read it first because I blaze through shit. You know, that's not necessarily. You'll probably have it read the second time before I get through half of it. Probably. But I'll probably retain as much information because I read slow and gay. (laughs) (laughs) Slow and gay. Um, I'm excited about it. I just hope it actually comes. I do think we'll get the winds of winter. I think that A Dream of Spring will exist mostly as an outline. And, you know, people will. Because think about it. Okay. The aftermath is Mm -hmm. somewhat unimportant. The events that the war is the important part. Mm-hmm. So we're going to get all the major battles and all that stuff. We're going to all the things tie themselves up, and then the peace and stuff that institutes itself afterwards is what We're do. we still good. don't know anything about the White Walkers. They've only made five or six appearances. Um, what in the books? Yeah, yeah. We still don't I mean, really know anything. What, are, what do they want? What's their deal? It's one of the coolest parts about it. I, I think that I don't know what they want. Like, I, you know, having been created by the tree, they come the from the trees. Yeah, I mean, but. They're the they're having having been created by the children of the forest. They might just be the sorcerer's apprentice with the broom. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where, where he sets it in motion, and then all it just takes on a mind of its own. You know what I mean? Um, I you know I, I'm excited. I you they know? just appear. The White Walkers just in the books they just crystallize and appear. Um, they don't leave any marks when they're walking through the woods. I don't know if it's that they, I think they move in a very fairy type way. Like it's, um, cause they're all, you know, fairy creatures is what they are from, from Celtic and Northern European mythology. So, um, I don't know, man. I mean, I, I spiders as big as hounds. Yeah. I I, dude. And we're, we're forgetting the, the the other thing, the adventures of Duncan egg oh, yeah. coming to fucking HBO. um, Dude, I don't know though. I love those books so much. There was a thing that happened when I started watching the show for the Game of Thrones. Is that the characters, as I read them, now looked like what was on the screen?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That's has that has faded because I don't watch it anymore. Not because I don't like it, but just because it's the the original idea has has reasserted itself. What I what I thought they looked like, um, and the stories. So. I love the invention of Dunkin' Egg so much that that's going to be a tough one. You know, you like, do I give up all the joy that's given me with the way it looks in my head? Especially if they cast a transgender Indian person as a dunk. dunk. They're not, they're going to cast who you would expect. They're like, that's the thing about HBO, is they're playing coy with it, but they know what they're doing. You know, that is a perfect template to watch if you want to see, decide what not to do, is look at Disney. You have to play the game and pretend you're doing that. But you don't do it. This is what they did with uh, House of the Dragon. They hired a non-binary woman to play Rhaenyra. Yeah, but she's a woman. In but it. she's a woman. <laughs> yeah, not, yeah. They'll hire you, and but they'll give you do don't play the thing. a woman. Oh. And also the thing with the with the Valerians. Um, that worked itself into the story in an awesome way. They know how to do it, and they rule. Right. Anyway, in that trailer, it shows what looks like Adam Hall, perhaps looking overhead, and he sees uh, sea smoke. How are they going to get rid of? <clears throat> is like the Wi Fi connection between Lanor. Because remember what happened with Lanor mm-hmm. and Sea uh, Smoke disconnected. So now he Sea uh, Smoke can accept a new rider. Well, was, uh, I don't, I don't know, because they're not warped, But the, did he go and like break up with Sea Smoke before he left? Like, listen, bro, <laughs> it's been a good run. We've had to, remember the stepstones. Yeah, remember the stepstones, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> good times. Good times. You're gonna get a new rider. <laughs> I faked every roar sea <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> ah! <laughs> smoke <laughs> but, but like how are they going to explain how he gets a new sea uh, smoke gets a new rider because there's he has to have a new ride it's got i forget who it is i don't think is, is it's it adam from hull or whatever or i can't remember one of the bastard valerians yeah are they going to bring lanor back and just be like hey i'm not Lanor? And they had a black girl that i think is going to be the uh, N- N- nettles yeah that she's gonna be because then they're gonna have to start calling out all the 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 bastards with and the and the people with Targaryen blood. Dragon seeds. Yep. The dragon seeds. God, I gotta read that again. It's good. Oh yeah. It's going fun, to be good. They're yes. going to do the thing. And they're going to do blood and cheese in the first episode. And it's going to be bad. <laughs> it's going to be so bad. Oh my god. The Fucking child gets their head fucking chopped off. It's going to be really he bad. He makes them pick. He makes and then he kills the one. Kills the one that she doesn't pick. Exactly. Ooh. I'm going to love it. They've, uh, they have, you know that we've talked about this. They've uh, foreshadowed it lots. Yeah. (laughs) There's a beast beneath the boards. Yeah. That's, that's not the rats that they keep talking about, but that is foreshadowing the rat problem that they have the rat killers in there who just happened. And and then the rats crawling all over the place and stuff like that. It's like, shit. All of us in the nowhere. I love that they made, uh, what's the young Aegon's wife? What's her name? His sister wife, I guess, is what you would call her. They made her sort of like a, a, a dragon dreamer where she sees stuff. Oh, um. Anies. Rachel. We'll call her Rachel. Rachel, sure. No clue. Right. No clue what her fucking name is. Doesn't matter. <laughs> she rules. She's kind of autistic. Yes. Um. I, I like that they made her like a, a soothsayer or whatever you want to want to call it. And nobody fucking pays any attention to anything she says. Yeah. But hopefully the audience is because she's telling you what's going to happen. Right. Almost every time she tells you, like, um, I'll have a dragon. Like whenever uh, Aemond said, I'll have a dragon. Oh, yeah. You, you lose an eye first. It's like uh, if you pay attention in the books, there's little – like when she's in the House of the Undying, and then when uh, the the uh, Miri Mazdor is bringing back, uh, trying to bring well, it does bring back Drogo, but for, for what I, for what the fuck that was worth, the things she sees in the flames, are things are going to happen. There's a man in flames, mm-hmm. a giant wolf, you know, dancing in the fucking shadows. Those are foreshadowing, and then you know, Daenerys, the things Daenerys sees in the in the in Carth in with pride you know, the the red wedding and then the wolf, the guy sitting on sitting there with the wolf's head sewn on and looking at her. You know. Brilliant. Fucking brilliant. And all those things mean something. And now you've got to figure out what those mean, you know. So he's pretty much told us what, what's going to happen, I think. I think he's probably told us in the first book exactly what everything's gonna happen. <laughs> he's dude, we've talked about this before. I get upset that the book's not written, but when you go back and read them, you're like, dude, I don't give a fuck. Take as long as you need, as long as it gets done. Yeah. The food descriptions are even good. Somehow those are interesting. Some of the best, man. I mean, my favorite chapter was in fucking um, um, Dance with Dragons. And, well, the chapters is when fucking, you know, they're in Winterfell and they're snowed in and they're fucking turning on each other and all that shit. That's the best. I mean,. When the uh, Allied forces of the uh Manderleys and fucking uh- The Manderleys were never like, genuine. They're not in no. on it. They're just fucking they're they're, the best. they're waiting to turn the fucking sword in. I love the Manderleys. They're so much fun. I mean they, they're fat and stuff, but they're not dumb and they and they and they can fight. Like his two sons, Willis <laughs> one of the best descriptions <laughs> oh, though, God. is when Cadwan is saying oh, Willis would have been the, the fattest man she'd ever known had she not met his brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <it's> so funny. <laughs> It's the best, but they're not cowards and they, and they can fight. Um, and though the when fucking um, Wayman Manderly or Wyman, I can't, you know, I think it's Wyman. It's Wyman. He wakes up and, you know, the kid's got his throat cut. He said, well, he's, he's, he's given one uh, great, good thing. He's like, what's that? Now he does not have to grow up and be afraid. Yeah. <laughs> and then they feed him to yeah, the, yeah. To the yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Uh, Lamprey pie and he eats multiple pieces. Oh of yeah fucking love it fucking nuts uh, what a show or what, what, a book. what books i mean they're i think they're among the best books i've ever read i mean I, if they're not the best man i mean but ted williams gets in there and he'll do something and be like fuck i forgot how good this guy is and then dan Simmons will do something and I'll, you know the hyperion books like i'm sitting here with me and aaron and helene are all crying over it just the description or making them cry now Aaron is obsessed with that now. Mm-hmm. Elena's told me like he he he's read it and he re, and he's like watches stuff about it and stuff like that. I got to get that second book to him. I'm trying to. That's one of the reasons I wanted them to come this evening. So I'm just giving that book. Um, oh, um, another favorite thing is uh, my company I work for had a Christmas party at uh, Go Mart Ballpark. I guess oh, yeah. it's called now. Yeah, where all the crazy, I saw the pictures. Yeah, crazy lights are. Mm-hmm. I took Aaron and Elena and Emma and pranced around in the nice. Uh, in the lights and she was freaking out. I got in the car with her. Elena had moved to the back seat, which she didn't like because nobody had ever ridden in the back seat with her before. So she was sort of giving her the side eye and I got in the front seat and she just immediately freaked out. She freaked out. Yeah. She didn't They didn't put her down for a nap. They figured she'd fall asleep on the way over the mountain. Right. So she was cranky. Then a guy that she hasn't seen in months and doesn't really recognize me because she's only seen the back of my head and she just starts crying for like a half an hour. I and then she falls asleep yeah. for like 20 minutes and we we're almost to the uh, park and she looks up and goes, Dutch. Yeah, stupid. <laughs> Did you say yes, yeah, stupid? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Been here the whole time. You just freaked out when you first saw me. Um, I saw them in Walmart. And uh Aaron was changing her. I came over and she she didn't know at first she didn't start crying, but the more she looked at me, the more she started to cry and I was just like I'm usually good with babies, you know. Um and you know, she just wasn't having it. Yeah. Well like uh we went to the these uh this Arboretum um not Arboretum, it was uh, these is gardens, you know, and we saw the lights, um, me and Amanda and, and her family and there's like eleven of us. And Maddie, you know, on the she's walked the whole time. She's tired. And finally, like, she's like, I like, come here. And I carried her on the way back. And, you know, it was, you know, I love kids. And I'm, you know, good with kids. So, and then, you know, but sometimes they just, you know. I think she's, really, she's so attached to Elena, you mm-hmm. know, that it's, you know. It was fun. Fun to see her freak out at the lights. Yeah. Because that place is wild. Yeah. It is wild what all they've done there. I've heard it's nice. It's kind of crazy. Like all the money they spent on that. Dude, Charleston itself has stepped its game up. Because that park, used the ballpark used to sit empty when it wasn't baseball season. Nothing mm. happening in there. Mm. Now they, I think they've had two or three music festivals there, a beer festival, and, mm. and this thing that's happened every night for a month now. And it's going all the way till January first. Oh nice. So they're at least doing something with it. Yeah. You know? And then baseball season picks back up in March or April or something God, like that. I just don't like baseball. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. uh, dirty birds, change it back to the fucking wheelers. Just do the that. Charlies. Fuck it. Go all, all the way back. Charlie's. Change it back to the Opiates. Or change it to the Opiates. It never <laughs> was the Opiates. You know? Yeah. Fuck it. I think we've done it. I think this is enough. <laughs> I think it's been a good app. It's been a show. Yep. Thanks for listening. And go fuck yourselves. Hold on a second. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Forgot where the uh where the uh here. Right. Bye.